0: Today's guest is someone that started a business about eight years ago, and it's a gentleman that actually, we've known each other for, I guess, a handful of years, but just officially met on the golf course uh, a couple of weeks ago. And and he's someone that I was very interested in bringing on, and it was just kind of neat to see him on the golf course. And I said, listen, I'd love to have you on the podcast. I think your story would be a great one to share. And now he's here. Pat McIntyre, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I wanted to get into really how you started in the trades. If you can just go back, you know, 18, 19, whenever that began and why you chose that path.
1: So I graduated high school in 1996 from Washington high school in Philadelphia. It's a public high school nothing special. And I went to college for a semester and it just, it wasn't for me. And I knew a gentleman in the Glacier Union who offered me an opportunity, and I went and filled the application out, and, I, and I, after my first semester was done in December, he put me to work uh, January 2nd of 1997. I started my apprenticeship, so it was almost 24 years ago. I went to work for a pretty large company for my first year, and I just kind of fell in love with working with my hands, and then I worked for another company for about 14, 15 years, and then that's when I went out on my own. And what companies were you working for? The I two worked just for named? a company called National Glass my Glass. first year. Yep. And then I worked for Vinoids like, for about 15 years.
0: Okay. I know both of them well. I've done business with them. Good yeah. companies. Yeah. No no hard feelings, nothing like that. I just I wanted to try something on my own. And
1: mm-hmm. so, uh, eight years ago, me and my wife decided to take a plunge and took every penny I had and invested, in, you know, out my own company. I rented a Went on my first garage and bought one van, traded my truck in and
0: yep. worked that, by
1: myself my first two years, about 24 hours a day.
0: No, I love it. And I love the name Synergy. It's synonymous with teamwork and collaboration. It's a great name. Yeah, thank you. Great name. Yeah, two, two elements coming together. Yep. No, I love it. And before we get into you know your business growth and specifics about your business, what were your roles you know, as a glazer, talk about a glazer and what a glazer does, and, and your role specifically at National and Rabinowitz. So at National,
1: I worked in the shop as a like an apprentice industrial worker. So we would cut the metal, fabricate the metal, build the frames. Um, at the time, we worked on a project, Bailey's Casino down the shore. Mm-hmm. Make all the frames and glaze them in the shop with glass and all the metal and doors, and we'd ship them out, and they would install them. They got slow, and I went to – that was during a day, and that night I went to work for Abinoitz. Benoits was completely different. They did, like, plate glass and service work, and then they started getting new construction. And my role there was, at the end, was I was one of the foremen. I was running some of the bigger work, mm-hmm. a lot of exterior work, a lot of carbon. Well, I never did any time in the office, just mm-hmm. down in the field, but it taught me a lot.
0: So. Mm-hmm. And when did you know you wanted to do something and go out on your own? Was it early on? Was it, do you know when I, that? I always wanted to do something on my own. Mm-hmm. I do not know what I wanted to do,
1: but within like two to three years of me leaving, I knew I needed a change in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go a different direction in my life. I wasn't really going anywhere there. I thought I could do more in my life and-
0: Basically be challenged. To. You want to be challenged more. I want
1: to be challenged. Yeah. 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 And I kind of gave up there.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. No, I totally get that for sure. Now, you now you took your basically your your craft. You learned the business pretty well. You said you were out in the field. Mm-hmm. So starting your own business, obviously, you said you started with your wife. As far as the office piece, was your wife handling that? Who was your first hire to help manage the office? So and, my and field. first hire in the
1: office was Rob Zigger, which is my project manager. Okay. So when I opened this company, I did my first job almost eight years ago, July 1st of 2012. 13. Mm-hmm. I did everything. My wife handled the billing. I handled all the estimates, the measuring, the fabrication, the install. Literally, I was working a full year before I hired anybody. I was setting three hundred pound glass doors by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, <laughs> I, would, I remember waking up at two o'clock in the morning one day, and I was on the edge of my bed. And my first, my daughter was in a crib. She was about one and a half at the time. Or, and I looked at my wife; they were both sleeping. I'm like, I got to be insane to do this. <laughs> like it was like it's good. I didn't have a choice but to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then. I asked this guy, Rob, to come on with me. Well, first I hired a Glazer to help me out in the field Mm -hmm. into my first year. He would help me do doors and stuff like that. And I got to the point where I couldn't do both. I couldn't do the installs and project manager. So I hired Rob as a PM, and Rob started project managing, estimating as I was doing the installs. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of built our team from there.
0: Got it. Now, did you question yourself at all? You know, when you, that first year, second year, did you think about going back to put well, the tools on and if there's 365 days a year. I probably thought about it a thousand times. Like am I crazy. <laughs> you know,
1: I do. I could be like, I'm watching everybody else go home at night because I'm getting ready to start my yep. seventh job at night. Yeah. I remember I was doing service work. I went to work for, uh, one of the gentlemen, one of the buildings I was working and I walked in his office and he gave me like six service jobs, like fix a handle, fix a lock. And then Rick Cron at Patriot Glass gave him—I mean Patriot Construction, sorry—gave my first new construction project. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, "Can I got to do service work today? Can I do the glazing here at night by myself?" And I remember the elevators broke, and I literally carried every piece of glass up the steps by myself. Worked till one o'clock in the morning, and went home, slept two hours, back up doing service work, and go back at night and do new construction. Mm-hmm. So it was—I'm uh, very thankful for everybody who supported me in the beginning.
0: So you're eight years in now. Are you getting much sleep these days? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Different matters now. Yeah. Um, I
1: get to sleep, yes. I do get to sleep. I, after the last few months, I've had like some stress in my life, like bad. And uh, I actually hired a personal assistant to help me take a lot of that off myself because I, do, I still project manage. Okay. I still go meet with everybody. I still measure. I still order. I still run work. Yeah. I have eleven people in the office now here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I still run my own work.
0: Right? Yeah. How so. many total? How many total staff do you have? Like field and office? Right in the mid thirties. Okay. Thirty six. That's a very nice size, man. Yeah. Very yeah, nice we're getting there. And, you know,
1: I just hope the world keeps going the way it's going right now. Construction's been very
0: good to everybody, and yeah, and that leads me to. COVID and COVID-19 and the opportunities that presented you a, as a glazer, mm-hmm. I can only imagine it really opened up doors. You know, I, I see that you're doing board ups, you're mm-hmm. doing plexiglass type protection. You want to talk a little bit about the opportunities that COVID had offered? Yeah.
1: So we were doing a job at uh university of Penn when COVID hit and it was literally, it was a Friday, that Friday night, they came in and shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So that Monday, Everybody was sitting at home, all my guys. And I remember walking to a supermarket. Let me back up for a second. So that Friday no, I yes, okay, Everybody just go home on Monday. We'll figure out what we're gonna do. We'll go from there. We'll see what's over. Because it was the world of the unknown. So the, my office staff and myself got together on Monday. We talked about different things we can get done and places we can work because we were, we were an essential trade because Synergy Glass is a 24 hour business. We do emergencies. We handle some of the bigger accounts in the city. So we're essential. So we got our permit. I walked into a supermarket and I saw a piece of Plessy glass on the register. Well, as I'm standing in line, I call a friend of mine. I took a picture of it and I said, I can, set, I can do this. Within a minute, he's like, can you do all my seven supermarkets starting tomorrow? So I have a couple of contacts in Plessy Glass World because we do it. So I, I bought like, I probably bought almost a thousand sheets right away before it all got sold out. We brought it in house, and I bought I bought heat benders, I bought routers, and as of today's date, we're over six thousand pieces of custom made glass. Yeah, and then like on all the offices, like your cubicles, they're like up four feet. Some people wanted glass, we started adding glass, so we, I probably hired an extra six guys just to handle glass. That demand, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously the riots hit, and we did over six hundred board ups.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And now we're still fixing the glass it's
0: yeah you know. yeah no I, I saw some of your social media you know posts and yeah i saw you were you were busy man 24 7 so i'm very thankful for the work but to be honest with
1: you, i would give it all back to go back to normal and to see people being back to normal again, yeah probably back to normal because i don't like this i don't like the directions going i want to see it go yeah. back
0: normal, you know no i get it yeah I, I agree with you how about Delco Solutions? Do you have a partnership with them? Do you sure. want to talk about how that came about? So Delco Solutions is my bro, law Kevin's company. Um, we do
1: do stuff with them. He does the back of the house, the wiring, the wireless keypads, projectors, and we do the hardware installs. So they handle anything internal from like Saltos locks. So we'll go install the lock and do all the wiring, all the computer work. All projectors, security cameras. So, we have a great partnership with them. It's, they're a great company. What they
0: do, and as it relates to COVID too, what specifically services are they offering? So they're offering um, through uh, you, of course, the, the
1: cameras. Mm-hmm. They're offering the heat, the take the temperature camera. Yeah, they're offering that. So it all ties in. It can all integrate in our system to unlock doors. They can enter, so also when you walk up and you got to swipe automatic operators, mm-hmm. so when they walk up, instead of us putting a push button on, they can wire it so they can walk up and swipe it so nobody's touching anything. No touch. Got no it. No touch. Yep. No touch.
0: Yep. No, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I can see that going uh, pretty far with what's going on, mm-hmm. the demand that is. And then the last few
1: months, I, uh, we started doing all our window tending in-house too as well.
0: Okay. So I, which has been great. No, oh, excellent. Talk about a little bit about the apprenticeship in the glazer unit. If someone wanted to get into the glazers, what's the process? What's the apprenticeship like? Sure. So I actually sit on
1: that board for their apprentices craft committee, glazing advisory committee. So what you do is you go online, FTI, you fill an application. Once your application is brought up, if you meet all their requirements, they call you in for an interview Come in, and you do your interview, and then you do a drug test. Got to make sure your transcripts, clean license, and uh, it's something you want to do. So because being a Glazer, this isn't a job, it's a career. I mean, once you start it, you got to be dedicated because, you know, you're a Glazer, you're making great pay, you're getting a pension, annuity, medical benefits, taking care of your family. So right now you go in, do a class for 12 weeks straight. And they teach you how to cut glass. They teach you how to handle the leadership. They do a week-long leadership class. Great. Uh, they teach you how to fabricate books. The best thing about our apprenticeship now is we're the only one in the country, as of right now that I know, when you graduate your apprenticeship program, you actually graduate with a college degree. Love we're, it. We have our own accreditation now.
0: And what college is that? You said it was a union so college? Have their,
1: well, I have, I got mine from West, Mount West. Mount West. They, yeah, they actually have their own... They actually have their own accreditation program now. So you graduate, you actually graduate from the FTI.
0: Okay. And where is your local union located at? The union hall is 2980 South Hampton Road in Philadelphia.
1: And the other one, and their school was over on Horning Road, which is a mile away. I'm not exactly sure exact address. Okay. It's over 80,000 square feet because we partner. Our glazing Union is part of the IUPAT, which is uh, International Painters and Allied Trade. So it's painters and it's tapers and glaze.
0: Got it. And what's your servicing area? Is it primarily Philadelphia, Metro, South Jersey? Yeah. So we'll, we'll go to Cape May. We'll go to Wildwood. Mm-hmm. We'll go to like Princeton area. We'll go to
1: Allentown. I'll go pretty far into Delaware. I've done a couple jobs in New York. I've done jobs in Secaucus. So our main area is Philadelphia, Delco, South Jersey, Monco, but we will travel, definitely.
0: Okay. And I know you're a 24-hour service company. What would you say from new work versus service work, how would you differentiate the percentages, you know, in your business? About 50-50. 50-50? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have two full-time estimators uh, Mm -hmm. for new construction and two full-time project managers for new construction. Okay. Then service work, I have myself and two other full time project managers just for service.
0: Got it. And is it primarily commercial? Do you do residential at all, or nine of it is is
1: um, is commercial. The only residential I do is like like you know like Miranda and Great People, at Stonehenge. Um, and we mm-hmm. like manage their, we take care of their buildings, their glass, their mm-hmm. sliding glass doors. Like you guys were doing the deck up on the roof, and we did the steel doors. Yep. So that's the only basic residential we do. like yeah. if, if they
0: call into like a shower door or something, we'll do it. I mm-hmm. no, understood. And just to talk a little bit more about th- all the things that a glazer does, I mean, architectural metals, custom mirrors, storefronts, mm-hmm. entrance doors and hardware. You're even doing tabletops, glass tabletops, correct? Yeah, all in-house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, you know, obviously the repair of of existing products – that are in your in your jurisdiction. Is there anything I'm missing? Like, what else do you guys do so we people do understand? Skylights. Like mm-hmm. we do,
1: so if you look at Liberty and you look up top and you see the guys changing the glass, they're actually Synergy guys doing it. Okay. So we do skylights, we do mall fronts, storefronts, curtain mm-hmm. walls, custom vents, all new construction up to like almost, we would do probably up to a $3 million project for the right client. We do schoolwork. We do a lot of school work a lot of punch window openings. We do a lot of like internal interior fit outs, like a lot of Wilson wall projects, Rayco projects. We just finished a seven story building with Patriot construction, all new Wilson wall mm-hmm. throughout the whole place. Great project. And then the service work, we do anything from a to Z for, we'll do anything from a hundred dollar job up to a $3 million job. handles broke locks broke glass broke. We also stock glass in house. So if your glass and your door breaks and safety glass, I stock a few hundred different kinds of glass here. You call me, we cut it, we'll install it the same day.
0: There's not too many companies that, that offer that 24-hour service.
1: Yeah,
0: like one-stop shop. We just bought our 13th truck, too. So. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a nice fleet, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have any regrets choosing your path in construction? Like, was there anything you would have done differently? I would have done differently. <laughs> uh, that's a hard question. Probably not. I wasn't the smartest kid growing up.
1: That's why I really didn't like college too much. Yeah. I just like working with my hands. My dad was a uh, union operate engineer and uh, I just kind of followed his path. You know, the union growing up provided roof over our head and food in their mouth and medical benefits. And if I wasn't going to do college, I just figured how am I going to take care of my family. I remember being 19 years old, say to my friends, oh, I got a pension and they're like, you're 19. What do you need a pension for? Now I'm 43 years old and I got like seven more years left. I got a full pension,
0: you know? Yep, And that pension keeps growing, man. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that's a great, so your father basically introduced you to the unions. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it. What are you passionate about outside of work? Hobbies, uh, anything new that you're. My kids. Yeah, I have a little girl,
1: my mom, and my wife, Danielle, my nine-year-old, and she golfs and does softball. And Very cool. They're like my life. I like to golf a little bit outside of work. I wish I got better, but if I can hit the <laughs> ball, I just can't hit it far straight. I just like going home and seeing my family and chilling out. You know, mm-hmm. I like to, I like going to the shore. I like the beach. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't get that much this year with all the yeah. stuff
0: going on, but... I'm sure that's, that's a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So what like new projects do you have going on? What's getting you excited? You know, something new that you have a project that's coming one you're working Uh, on. So we got awarded the glass on front of city hall, the big glass ramp you to the subway Mm -hmm.
1: and broke nine pieces going into right down the subway. So I got offered to bid on it. So I went to a friend of mine, Ronnie Kudla, who has advanced glass. I asked him, what he thought about partnering with me because it's not the easiest job in the world. Everything's all custom. And we were awarded the job a few weeks ago and it's nine custom pieces of glass. And it's all from, it's going to be crazy. I'm not sure if you guys know the glass ramp. We got to move, remove the lid. The glass is five layers thick of half inch. Yeah. It's not going to be the easiest project, but it's going to be a fun project. I'm excited about that one. Um, I'm excited about a couple of jobs I can't really talk about. A couple of school projects coming up next year. Um, one project's like we got to have like almost 400 windows in it in like nine weeks. Okay. Um, what else? Um, I'm excited about the new challenges coming up and what the new world's going to bring and uh, mm-hmm. and you know hopefully we see light at the end of the tunnel after 2021 and you know.
0: Yes, this will pass. This will pass soon. It always yeah. does. So back to jurisdictional work. Just wanted just to be clear. The uh Glazer's jurisdictional work, it's anything aluminum based, right? Frame. Do you get into stainless frame at all as well? Yes. And how does the jurisdictional work? You just touch about the jurisdictional in comparison to like carpenter's work so people can understand. Like hollow metal framing, would be carpenters.
1: So everything glass should be done by a glazer in my mm-hmm. opinion. Everything raw glass should be done by a glazer. The hollow metal steel frames, we do them in synergy as replacements. We'll go out and replace our steel door, rip them out. We don't install them new normally. Mm-hmm. It's normally done by the carpenters. Stainless steel brake metal work, we do. Stainless steel aluminum work, we do. The only time we really run a lot of jurisdictional work, jurisdictional work is interior fit-outs when they consider the material be furniture. So when they sell the desk, they think the glass wall is furniture. In my opinion, it's not. It's glass. It should be our work. I don't touch someone's drywall. I don't touch the trim. It's not my work. I don't touch the ceilings. I don't touch the ductwork. I don't touch the plumbing. It's not my work. But when it comes to glass, it's pretty cut and dry. It should be our work. But like, it's really hard to get tied up with these furniture companies because usually the furniture is being done by the carpenter. And they usually take that as a furniture package because they're selling their own glass walls. So it's it's heartbreaking when you walk on a job site and you're doing a pair of glass doors, you look over and see the, see another trade doing, you know, hundreds of feet of glass wall and they're considering furniture, but it's really not, you know. But, you know, you just roll the punches and keep going and just do what you got to do to put food on the table and pay the bills.
0: So. And you're talking about some of that manufactured furniture wall system? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're referring to. There's a handful of different manufactured types out there yeah and like some of them just tie into a ceiling grid like Mm -hmm. and there's no blocking in the head like that scares me Mm -hmm.
1: and that ceiling isn't tied in right like I've seen it where they clip into the ceiling grid I'm not a big fan of that but I don't know I'm not an engineer
0: yeah yeah that ceiling definitely needs to be uh, braced and supported above Mm -hmm. that grid for sure well great man I really appreciate you you coming on today do you have anything else you want to share about your company about your business or any questions for me So I really appreciate you bringing me on.
1: I really do. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've seen your name and we've talked here and there and I'm glad we got to meet a couple weeks ago. You're a really great guy. I appreciate it. So so let me ask you a question. How how are you doing in this world of this craziness of COVID?
0: Doing good. I mean, we had downsized our company about a year and a half ago. So the timing of that actually was was good, I guess, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're relatively lean now. So... You know, all things considered, all good. You know, we're just being selective with with what we go after now. And, and we have a custom home building division. My, my business partner, he's pretty much managing that and have a lot of nice custom home opportunities, which is really where we're going to grow because of the demand for all these new homes. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's located in the Point Pleasant area, there's a lot of New York people that moved out of the city and they're basically – you know picking a lot buying a lot and building new homes you know all all over you know the central north jersey area but that's been really good for us yeah it's been a positive for sure and i see that being positive for many years to come yeah are you guys
1: seeing a lot of like office sit-outs with covid like how to like make them more user-friendly for keep people separated like building more walls all kind of stuff
0: for sure. I mean, Temple University, who I do a lot of business with, they have a lot of that going on. I haven't done much with that personally yet. But yeah, no, it's happening all over the higher education, you know, campuses. But I'm sure I'll be seeing more of it in the office fit out world as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that coming more and more. Mm-hmm. Definitely. People want that separation. It used to be uh, open office space.
0: Yep. I kind of see that maybe fading, mm-hmm. maybe not. You know? Yeah. And you're in fact, the plexiglass. I'm seeing that all over campus. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which you know, you touched on. You're, yeah, you're doing we, it all over the city. We do a lot of work at Drexel, and I took over a thousand sheets. Wow. Made. Yeah. What other campuses, higher education, are you working at?
1: We do work at Villanova.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: do work at Drexel. We do work at Penn. We do work at now it's Jefferson University, Delaware County Community College. We do work for. That's basically about it for colleges, I and mean, there isn't too many in the city. I don't think we work for Temple yet. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, school districts hire us. Okay. But, uh, but that's almost all the colleges in the city that I name. So we, I'm a big advocate of meds, eds, and feds. Mm-hmm. Yeah? They always spend money and are always looking to improve their institutional. If it's hospital work, it's always there, and school work's always there, and government work is always there.
0: So. Mm-hmm. And most of those schools you named those more service oriented work, correct? Service. Yeah. But we yeah. do new construction that we have done new construction there. we've done a few fit outs at Temple for,
1: for GCs. I've done some fit outs at university. I've done a lot of fit outs at university Penn, with GC work and Drexel too as well. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Well, man, I really appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a good one. I appreciate yeah. you sharing your story. I think this will help people, you know, that, that aren't sure what they want to do and and just goes to show, you know, tradesmen perfecting their craft and, and changing that into creating a business. And uh what you've done, man, it's it's uh it's impressive.
1: And I, I appreciate, appreciate having
0: you again, me on. Yeah, appreciate you sharing your story, man.
1: Yeah. I'm always here. If anybody ever needs me, I work with a lot of different architects. My phone's always on. If somebody just, I work with there's GCs that I don't even work for, they'll just call me and ask me a question. I'm always mm-hmm. here, my phone's always on. I'm I'm a true advocate of, it's just not synergy, it's everybody's in it together. I am NACC certified, which is like a, we go through like an audit, it puts us through like a three day, like they come in, they go through all my books, they go through my safety policies, and they make sure that we're the best of the best. But I'm, at the end of the day, I'm a true advocate of everybody, everybody making the world. I'm not out to hurt nobody, I'm not out to put nobody out of business. I bid jobs. I been mean, honestly, if I like to see everybody get work, I'm a true advocate of everybody getting along
0: in one world and just being happy. I'm huge on that. No, I love it, man. Love it. Do you want to share your website address and how we would get a hold of you if someone wanted to contact sure. you? And what platforms are you, social media wise, are you, do you use mostly?
1: So I do have a full time person who handles all my social medias, Gene Volpe. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. There's so many of them. I'm just going to open my phone look Facebook, LinkedIn. Li- yeah, yeah, LinkedIn. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can get a hold of me at in the office at 484 540 3117. Our email address is synergyglassanddoor.com. And my email address is pat at com. I'm always here, even if other companies, I like deal with other glass companies that uh, uh, you know, me and you talk, I'm mm-hmm. buddies with Bert, and we bounce awesome off, off each other
0: all the time. Yeah. Yep, No, I love it, man. Thank you for sharing that. And again, thank you for coming on and have Thanks an awesome having week, Thanks. Pat, man. Definitely. I appreciate it. A lot of fun. It. Yeah, we'll get together soon for a drink. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you soon. For see sure. Bye. Thanks, Back. man. Take care. See, you see you, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Constructing Greatness Podcast. If you enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at nicholasofac at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.